0: Hello, and welcome to Driving Change with me, Steve Goldstein. Here are three questions I constantly ask myself. Why does it take so long for companies to identify and fix problems? Why does management not get involved and understand what their customers want? And why are employees so disengaged and disconnected? You know, the Gallup organization does a study every year about an employee engagement, and this year's result shows that 70% of employees are disengaged. But worse than that, the poll's been conducted for 13 years, and the number hasn't improved at any point over the 13 years. In fact, just this week, Nelson Pels, an activist investor, who has bought a very large position in Procter & Gamble, this consumer packaged goods company, made a request of the board that he get a seat on the board of directors. And after a lot of thought, they turned him down. One of the items he pointed out in his memo to them was that when he evaluated the management team at Procter & Gamble, he noted that of their top 100 leaders, 97 of them had only worked in one company, Procter & Gamble. So they had no idea what business was like outside of that world. Well, here's the good news. It doesn't have to be that way. And I'm really excited about today's show, which is about Fresh Eyes, a very successful approach that leaders use to identify and attack issues that affect the performance of their company. If you're listening for the first time, I'm really glad you're here. And if you've come back from previous episodes, really appreciate your tuning in again. It's tough being a leader in today's world. Lots of things are going on, whether it's changes to the Internet of Things, the speed with which business changes, the globalization of business, all the changes going on in Washington. And that's really why driving change is built for leaders who want to improve. My job here is very simple. I want to share my experience and help you find new approaches to make you a more successful leader. I've had over 35 years of experience as a CEO of companies of all sizes, both public and private, and more recently in the last nine years, I've been advising management teams and owners of companies about how to improve performance and drive change. Every episode on this show is going to provide you with tips that you can take home with you and start implementing immediately. Please make sure to visit my website, stephendgoldstein.com, where you can learn a lot more about driving change. Okay, let's get started. Two years ago, we were hired to work on a project for a call center company. You know, these are the companies that when you call customer service, with well, the problem, these are the people who answer the phone. They typically act on behalf of credit card companies, hospitals, mobile phone companies, doing the work for them on an outsourced basis. We were brought in by the CEO of the company who had identified two problems. One is they were losing clients. And second, their costs were higher than they thought. So our job was to try to address both of those. We approached this by meeting with each member of the management team to get to know them and find out what they had to say about this. And I must say, the results of those meetings, I think there were a dozen meetings in total, were really disappointing. These people were truly status quo leaders. They were not addressing the issues. They were coping with the situation. They were explaining the reasons why the results were what they were, very weak excuses, they were as a group, they were uninspiring, and most importantly, they were totally disengaged. so it was no wonder to us why the results were as reported. The next thing we did is we went and took a visit, we took a field trip to one of their call centers about four hours away, and these call centers are very large; They probably have a thousand employees in cubicles, and the cacophony of noise in one of these buildings is pretty serious because you've got a 1,000 people at any point in time on the phone talking to customers. And I've been to many of these call centers over the years, so that was not a big surprise. But what was a big surprise is that when we went into the actual room, this is what I saw. I saw those large beige terminals that take up a whole desk that I don't think we've seen in at least 15 years. I saw chairs that customer service agents were sitting on that either had broken legs, or in some cases, the chair had three legs. I saw agents with headsets on wrapped with duct tape. And I actually stopped dead in my tracks, wondering how anybody could possibly work under those conditions. Clearly, by the end of the tour, I was very unhappy with that. And I asked the leader of that call center to set up three meetings, one with employees, one with supervisors, and one with managers, each one with about 12 people. And we had these three meetings, and in each meeting, it was very simple. I asked them, how's it going? What's working here? What's not working? And most importantly, when the things weren't working, did they have suggestions as how these problems could be fixed? Not surprisingly, because I've done this many times, these people knew exactly what was wrong. They knew exactly what needed to get fixed. And so the obvious question was, well, why wasn't this getting accomplished? And the reason, very simply, is no one was asking them for their input. Yet, these are the people who are on the phone with customers every day. These are the experts, and no one was asking them. So obviously, the company was trying to save money, and they were saving money in this call center by... The items I mentioned that were so deficient, but that translated into these people, these employees not doing a good job with the customers. And that's why the customers were leaving. Now, after these three meetings and a quick tour and after meeting with the management team, our group was very, very able to figure out exactly what was wrong and most importantly, what the company could do to fix these problems. And this is where Fresh Eyes comes into play. It's all about being very engaged. It's about leaders rolling up their sleeves. It's about leaders looking in places where it's easier not to look, like going into this call center. And there's a big difference between looking and seeing. People might have seen these things, but they didn't put them into a context of how this was affecting how employees did their jobs. So I'm now going to give you three tips of how you can apply fresh eyes in your company. Again, you're listening to Steve Goldstein. And if you want to learn more about fresh eyes and engaged leadership, please go to my website at stephendgoldstein.com. Okay, tip number one, I call look out with a new lens. I love to take pictures. And what's fascinating to me is when I change lenses, everything changes. You go from a wide-angle lens to a telephoto lens and you could be looking at the same subject but the image that comes in the viewfinder is very different. So what I'd like you to think about is imagine you've just been hired into your company in the position you're currently in. When that happens you will actually be seeing things for the first time as if you truly were a new employee. You'll see small things like pictures are crooked and the potted plant in the reception area is dead. You'll see how people interact. You'll get a sense for what their culture is like. You'll see how meetings are run, whether they're long meetings, whether they're short meetings, whether anything gets accomplished in those meetings. You'll see how prepared people come to these meetings. You'll find out how much information there is and to what extent it's shared. How useful is this information to leaders in helping inform how they make decisions. You'll see how decisions are made and how quickly they're made, and whether there's a bias for action or whether there's a bias to kick the can down the road. These are all critical things that you will see when you look at this business with fresh eyes. Now, look, I'm not saying this is easy. If you've been in your job for five years, it's hard to do this because. You know, you start seeing things that are not there and you don't see the things that are there because you're sort of on a treadmill. I wrote a lot about this in my book about the lack of engagement, dysfunction, and how to fix it. It's called Why Are There Snowblowers in Miami? And it goes into great depth about these kinds of dysfunctional issues and how you as a leader can address them. So again, the first tip is start thinking about your job as if You're new to this job, and you're looking at everything with a new lens. Tip number two, reach out and talk with as many people as possible. So you've done the initial work in step one, and now the fun starts. Get out of your office. I always say that nothing good happens in your office, so get out of your office. You want to talk to employees. I don't mean just say hello and good morning. I mean talk to individuals, get to know them a little bit, Ask them what they like about their job, what they don't like about their job, what's working, what's not working, what's going on in the company. You'll be amazed at how much you learn from this. Talk to them in small groups. That also tends to get people to open up and share what they know and what they've learned. An amazing thing that happened to me is many years ago, I was working in London for American Express and I struck up a conversation with the window washer of our building. And it was amazing to me That this man who had been working in the building for over 20 years knew more about what was going on in American Express in London than any of the people who worked for me. And so I developed a relationship with this guy, and we wound up meeting at least once every three months to just compare notes. The third thing you want to do is you want to talk to customers. These are the people who are paying your salaries, they don't have to spend money with you, they have choices. And one day, if they decide you're not doing a good job or someone comes along with something better, they'll leave you. So you really want to get to know them and find out, again, what's working, what's not working, what they would like to see you do differently, what new products they'd like you to offer, and you will get a tremendous amount of information about talking to customers and talking to your employees. The third tip is now that you've done steps one and two, you have to develop a list, You have to organize all of what you've learned in these first two steps into a list. It's going to be a long list, and you're going to want to share this with your team and see their reaction. Are they surprised? Do they agree? And then you're going to have to dive into the issues so that everyone is clear as to what the real problems are. Not just a list on a piece of paper, but really making sure that every member of your team really understands the essence of what each of these issues are. Next, in a world of constraints, and most of the constraints revolve around time, this list needs to be prioritized and because you can't do everything. And my suggestion is you limit it initially to three things. And the way to do this is to think about it in the following way. One question is, which items give you the biggest bang for the buck? Which items will have the most impact? The second is, how long will it take implement these ideas. Some things you can change right away. Other things you might have to put a team together and it could take a week, a month, three months. And so you're going to have to think through uh, how long it will take to get some of these issues addressed. And the third part is what the resources are required. How many people will need to be assigned to it? How much money do you need to spend on it? And after you go through this list and you sort out the list through these three criteria, you'll have a final list and that's the list you should go attack. Again, if you're looking at this as you've taken a new job, you really need to show the organization that you're driving change. You're not just talking about things. You're actually doing something. One final point. I used to swim at college, and after a very long practice session, our coach, Coach Mendelis, I'll never forget his name or his face, he would make us tread water for 20 minutes after a practice of a few hours. And it was, it was grueling. And somebody asked him why he made us do this. And he said, look, I want you to know something. If you tread water too long, it doesn't work. You either have to swim to shore or you're going to drown. Well, treading water is not a strategy for swimming. And treading water is certainly not a strategy that works in business. Fresh eyes is the first step. So you want to engage with your employees and customers. You want to face challenges head on. You want to put yourself on a path of success. And when you start down this road with fresh eyes, one of the things you're going to find is it's actually a lot of fun. You're going to enjoy interacting and engaging with your employees and customers. Future episodes of Driving Change will discuss other useful ways you can think about transformation. And I'll always provide you with actionable tips that you can take and implement right away in your company. Thank you very much for listening. And I hope you see how valuable looking at the situation with fresh eyes can be to make significant changes in your organization. Make sure to visit my website for more information on my show at stephendgoldstein.com as well as tons of other tips on leadership that you can see on my blog.